0: Hey what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast. My name is George and today as usual I'm joined by my favorite co-host Ron and today we're going to be talking about our journey to $30,000 a month with YouTube automation. We're going to be discussing our insights and update and progress over the past week. Is the revenue up? Is the revenue down? Do we have any findings pretty new keywords that we can share with you or some interesting topic trends? everything related to search youtube search we're going to be talking about in this episode so if you're into youtube automation if you would like to learn more or if you have been following the podcast for a while then hey thank you so much we really really appreciate you and with that in mind i think it's about the time we jump in ron how are you man yes i'm uh, doing great actually and how about you i'm doing fantastic thank you so much for asking we've been talking a little bit about before talking before this podcast and you know about life about things and uh but one thing that we did in touch with you is our youtube
1: yeah yeah so uh you opened the podcast like talking about revenue is it up is it down yeah like last month it was uh up by around in total like 40 percent for me because of the whole uh, skip skippable ads thingy and uh we talked about it like the thing before last okay. episode can you elaborate so a
0: little bit on this yeah
1: it's, so it's uh just under 1k uh per month so it's like a 9.954 uh, uh so this month will go over 1k at least uh is my uh, calculation otherwise some things will be <laughs> going, <laughs> like it's not going well but it looks like uh, we'll, we'll hit it uh but for now the revenue the beginning of this month is a little bit lower uh, i heard more people are experiencing this uh having a youtube channel because like Q- Q- q2 start, Q three started um or q2 ended i don't know really but like the new period basically started so the advertisers are probably having a new plan or maybe watching their budget in in terms of advertising because i've Mm. seen like one video that brought in like a lot of revenue every day uh the when first of july came the revenue of that video is like zero dollars for like whole july so maybe like that company that was like advertising a lot on that video because the video topic itself is about a mm. specific uh company uh, maybe they decided to not do ads in july or maybe they're restructuring things i don't know <clears throat> so it's been dropping a little bit uh but it's still higher as uh as like the average of last
0: month so that's very uh, exciting that you're almost at 1k
1: yeah yeah it's it's a milestone but like it's far from uh where it's i want to be day. but it's a nice beginning so
0: uh, <laughs> yeah of course a journey of a thousand miles t- starts with the first step yeah
1: yeah but like it sounds nice but like i still have more costs costs because yeah. i'm so heavily investing so it's all nice and all but i'm still not like having any profit for
0: it myself of course um, yeah but that's uh, a choice i uh, I, I made um, yes. and wh- what
1: about you i think you've been growing as well right
0: yeah, man, I've been growing. My channels are combined in June. So my main channel and my second channel in June made close to 1.2k euro. So you hit the 1k as well. Yeah, 1.2k. Yeah. But it's kind of like I don't have it on like one thing. I have it split between two channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the channels well, that's nice actually- also and it's pretty equal. like i have the second channel and this first one they're pretty equal in terms of revenue but it's really nice it's kind of like going over that hump of like 1k uh for me it was always like this kind of big goal um but now once i'm over it i'm like okay we have a long way ahead okay (laughs) so this is how it feels like (laughs) nothing different (laughs) No, of course, it feels great. And, you know, I've used to listen to people who, like, you know, make a lot of money and they're like, yeah, like, you know, it's great, but money doesn't make you happy. Like, yeah, but it does solve your, like, money problems. And for me, for a very long time, it was this, like, goal of, like, okay, like, over 1K, that would be very nice. And now that I, now that it's, like, I have it consistently, it's pretty cool. But, I mean, this is such a hedonistic treadmill. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, you i can't wait to get to like you know higher and higher levels like i just hit 1k i should be like oh yay great you know but i'm already like in my mind like okay 10K. In the future, yeah. yeah i'm like 10k i'm like come on we gotta we gotta go we gotta go you know
1: um but, yeah, but so uh, you're also the guy that still takes his moment to enjoy it for like a of least, course you know like, me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course no but like I'm, I'm very big on journaling, so I've been journaling for the past, ever since I started my self-improvement journey, like, what was it, six years now, over six years, and uh, I journal pretty much daily, and it's not because I make myself do it, I just enjoy, and uh, I don't do it any, at any specific times. sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening before bed, um, all depends kind of on the mood and on the chemistry of that day. But yeah if if I look back on you know the year like 2017 when I first began this whole journey you know and you compare those notes and those journals to my journals now it's such a big like improvements it's crazy in terms of that.
1: numbers or in terms of how you like as a person
0: like well both actually because when I started I was you know making zero like I, I'm my online journey started then, right? And I didn't know how to make money and it took me a very long time to learn the ins and outs and how everything works. And, you know, it's crazy how much, how little I knew back then. Like, I didn't know how business works and I'd still- Can you know name an example
1: that you that you were reading like, oh, this changed? If you wanted to share it, of course.
0: Well, yeah, like for example, you know, the idea let's say that the basic idea of like uh supply and demand right the basic principles of economics like sure you can understand that as an idea like if you read about it but to feel and to understand how it works in the market and the real world is a completely different thing and you know We talk about this a lot when we do keyword research and the different videos, right? If you stumble upon a keyword that, you know, has high demand and very low supply, you can it's basically like finding money on the street, right? Uh, So yeah, that's the same thing. So like these kind of things and overall as a person as well, you know, my thinking and my thought processes back then were very different and (laughs) from where they are right now. And I just know it's just. To me, it's amazing to to see this like and observe this kind of whole journey. I don't go back often and, and read those journals uh, because I think I'm still very early. And it also teaches me a lot, uh, taught me a lot about humbleness because I thought I knew something back then, but as it turns out, I knew very little. And my ignorance right now is a little less than it was then. So now I'm learning my lesson that like, I should be very humble and I should be very um ca- like cautious of my ignorance because there are still so many unknown unknowns in the future that I just need to have like an open mind and be able and be ready to you know make mistakes and be ready to learn and allow time for growth to happen that's basically what it is.
1: Yeah. I think it's a good one to to to, to keep in mind yeah. Mm. Because
0: like it,
1: like the whole YouTube game, like YouTube automation itself, the idea is really simple. Like you have a video topic, you hire a team, uh, they make the video, you publish it, you have a nice thumbnail. And like for someone to explain it to anybody, like for all the, like there are many, many YouTube videos online on how to do it. And the whole concept itself is really easy. And yeah. then you, you you think, oh, I watched a couple of videos I know how this works. Yeah. And then the real game starts and then it's like, oh this game has like layers of of knowledge or of things you know and then yeah i had the same like for me it's i think at least one year ago like one year ago since i started and when i started out i I underestimated so many things because it felt like a very easy game because it's just oh you just make make videos right um but yeah i have the same experience so uh yeah yeah it's good to I, i read back sometimes and I, I sometimes catch myself laughing at like what I wrote down, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's like completely different than how I view things right now. So yeah, but yeah.
0: I think it's a good lesson. And I, and I sent you a screenshot yesterday into the chat of your comments under one of my yeah. videos. 11 months ago. That was 11 months ago, man. Yeah. And I think shortly after that, we jumped on a call probably. Yeah, like uh,
1: one or two weeks later.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I, I w- back then I was making videos about YouTube automation and Ron commented on one of my videos. It was actually a video titled like an honest conversation about YouTube automation and it was completely like different from what I was doing usually. Like the the thumbnail was different, the title was different, and for some reason it like caught attention. Like it performed a little better than other videos and I think In the call, you told me that like, yeah, I think that you told me that you think that the reason it performed better is because people were tired of the whole kind of copy paste format that everyone was doing of like, you know, same thumbnails, same titles. And like it it felt good to have something fresh in that space and um uh, yeah so I'm, I'm actually glad that you commented that we connected <laughs> look at, yeah look at yeah it, like, did you think 12 months later you would be recording a podcast on like consistent basis about this and you know hitting oh, 1k yeah. monthly with your search channel
1: yeah, never but it's it's like all the things combined you know it's it's that's i think the beauty of life as well sometimes things just happen and it, it grows to something that you could never imagine before Mm. Um, it's like it's the same how we met Hassel how we met Yuri like Hassel will be seeing like you'll be coming to the Netherlands in, in two weeks Hassel will join so it's like again a meetup in real life so stuff like that is yeah. pretty exciting and you, can, you can't plan any of that in advance it just happens yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's a nice thing and uh, yeah I, I, I already thought like I, I can make money with YouTube but I didn't expect it, 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 would, it would take so long to hit like the 1k a month Yeah, Um, it took a year. I think, yeah, but I think for now, like because you're making more money and especially with search, you're seeing the revenue grow, you're seeing what kind of videos work, um, you get the hang of it and you understand the the game better. So, 1K, if that's possible, it's like what what Marcel said, like uh, two two episodes ago as well. If 1K is possible, then 5K is possible as well. You just need to do it at a bigger scale and maybe some better quality videos or better Mm -hmm. keywords, stuff like that. But the whole principle stays the same so 1k is nice but yeah that's why i'm also investing more now because i understand like which road to walk and then 5k 10k and eventually 30k um like it's in 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 my sight you know it's like not
0: something that's like unattainable you know one of the biggest things for me lately and this is a little bit of a philosophical not a philosophical it's actually pretty practical actually for a very long time, for over like six years, right, I was learning how to make money online. And you asked me, what was the biggest kind of learning for you? And a lot of people, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, and this is my situation, right, was I didn't feel secure, I didn't feel safe, because I didn't know how to make money. I didn't understand, I didn't have, like, the skill didn't work, right? I didn't know how to do it. And I think the biggest breakthrough for me over the past couple of months is getting to this one K and not even the the one K, but myself putting in the work and getting to this, right? This is my skill. So even if I got reset right now to complete zero, I know how to build up to that one K much faster than all this time that it took me, because think about yeah. it, it took me six years to get now to get to one k a month. But I now have the skill and I now know how to do it. So if I had to right now start from scratch, I'd probably be able to get there in six months, not six years. And yeah. this gives me so much peace of mind to be able to know how to do it. You know, so I would be able to like rebuild myself back if anything happens but this kind of having this skill gives me the most peace of mind like knowing that the work i do i know how to do it and this kind of grows my revenue so this to me gives me the most peace of mind you know and uh, just a question what would happen if for example for a strange reason
1: youtube will not exist anymore (laughs) like do you still know yeah you probably need to reinvent yourself in a different way again
0: right? Yeah. I would have to reinvent myself. Um, but even then I still think that I would quite quickly be able to figure out something because I already have, have a much better understanding about the economics of, you know, content, um, digital media, how the internet works, how things interrelate between each other, you know, where is the money? Why do people, um, pay for something online like it used to be all mystery to me but the longer I do it the more demystified it becomes because just it becomes more clear over time so yes I would definitely have to reinvent myself and it would probably take a while if not YouTube um but I think I'd be able to find myself what about you
1: yeah the thing is like content will still be available social media for example will be available so I think the whole thing with YouTube, you're lear- learning like what people would like to watch, how you make uh, content, how you uh, like edit it and stuff. Um, and that I think will always be a valuable skill set to have. So um, leveraging that skill set will probably be uh, be useful. Like right now, like when you're not into the YouTube or uh, content creation game and you're just a consumer of the platform of any platform, you have no clue what's going on all behind the scenes. Um, and, and knowing that like all those steps from A to Z to Z I think that that's like a good skill set to have and you can basically do like you can start an agency with with content creation or anything else like yeah stuff, stuff like that so the skill set within YouTube because you know the, the whole game from making a video making a script making a thumbnail sub- understanding supply and demand you can probably use those skills in almost every niche I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely 100%. So the longer you do something the the better you like yeah, like you said like you build skills and you will be able to apply those skills in a different thing if you have to reinvent. And by the way, sooner or later you will have to reinvent yourself like it's the natural cycles of life. Yeah. Maybe YouTube doesn't go anywhere, but we don't know like we don't know what the future holds for us, right? Maybe it's even your own kind of you know thinking and your own psychology and behavior that you no longer want to do this thing maybe you're kind of outgrown it and you want to do something bigger so you'll have to learn or apply your skills to something else who knows Yeah,
1: but like let's say for example you're now making 30k a month with your search channel you have everything outsourced you're not doing anything yourself
0: what would you then be doing Ah uh, that's a that's a very interesting and hard question. And by the way, another yeah. question to ask yourself is if I didn't need to make money, what would I be doing? Yeah. That's a that's that's a question I think either Tim Ferriss or some like self-help book asks or maybe uh, Tony Robbins, but like yeah, if you didn't need them if you didn't need to do work for the money, like what would you be doing? And For a very long time. And still now, like, I don't know how to answer that question. But coming back to your question about, like, if I would be making 30K right now, what would I be doing? So the first thing that comes to my mind is I would be investing a lot because now I invest some money into index funds, but I don't feel like it's enough. I want to do it kind of daily um, on like automatic deposits. And I want to have like invested a, a each month a good amount of money, right? For whatever it is I'm doing, like percentage wise, um, you know, 10, 20%, 30%. But- Would you still start growing your channel even more
1: or are you like, ah, oh, this is not enough? Would you maybe set up more channels?
0: I think, I, would, up. I think I'd probably continue doing what I do because I like the motto of Charlie Munger that like, take a simple thing, but take it seriously. Like, I th- I feel that a, lo- a very common mistake that a lot of people do is they get good at one thing, they learn how to make money with their one thing, and then they fall prey to the bias. I can't remember what's the name of it, but that they think, and a lot of businesses fall prey to this as well, is that they think that they can do many other things as well. You know what I mean? And then they start to think, oh well, if I if I know how to make money with YouTube search, then I can also do browse, and I can do this and that and this. But you know, you need to you need to. And Warren and Charlie talk about this a lot: is that knowing your every area of like expertise, knowing where your strengths lie, and staying within those, not going outside and thinking that you know I know how to do um, drop shipping or. For example, like, I don't know if I'd go into e-commerce again. Like, I've been thinking sometimes about this, you know, because now I have, like, traffic. I know how to generate traffic, right? And I can pretty much basically, you know, get that organic search traffic and direct it instead of to an affiliate i can direct it to my own brand that i can create right yeah but i think that i think then you need to have many videos about that specific product or your brand like exactly starting starting uh starting a separate channel branded specifically for that and having that as the main traffic source and covering all the search keywords and then maybe trying to go for browse traffic as well so but knowing what i know about e-commerce is that like well, e-commerce is not just about traffic. Traffic is the main thing that was going to drive your business. But besides that, you need to have customer support. You need to have, you know, order fulfillment. Capital, you to,
1: if you start your own brand.
0: Capital, you need to have people, right. email marketing. You need to have all these different things, right? Kind of measuring the um, analytics, Google Analytics, and optimizing your funnels. It's just it's just a whole different world, you know? So, like, if I got to 30K and... and I'd be dumb enough to think that oh I can now start my own brand and make even more because I'll be able to scale and grow it and keep more margin. Well, I think maybe the smart idea would be to partner up with someone who's really good with e-commerce, right? And I can say, "Hey, okay, you do the the back end and everything and I'm going to drive traffic and we're going to split it whatever X Y and yeah. Z percentages." You know, that that would be smart. But thinking that, you know, I can do everything. No way. Um, so oh, I'd probably, I'd probably, it's hard to say right now, obviously, cause I'm not in that space. Um, but I think also doing what we do now with the podcast and with the academy and with, you know, digital courses, um, with the community, with everything. I think that is something that I would also like to continue. I like meeting new people. Um, i've been meeting you know people from the community in real life as well so that's pretty cool
1: yeah it is it's funny to see uh how, how like an online connection uh ends up in like real life it's like uh it's funny like it's yeah it, it's a thing of of like the past 20 years like before yeah. it never happened i think exactly like almost not never
0: yeah like you and i we met through internet right and then we hanged out in spain we hanged out in bali right Hessel as well he's been to my place twice and he's now soon coming to you know he rented a place here in my in my building he's coming to live in Finland for a month as well and it all yeah. kind of happened that Yuri reached out to me I spoke to Yuri and he's like oh by the way I have a friend he's like young and he's doing really well as well you should talk to him I'm like hell yeah so I t- he's like I'm like what's his name Hessel oh, okay so then we started talking and here we are, you know, like talking pretty much every single day. Yeah, and it's, it's nice. And it's nice because like, you know how all these self-help books say that like, oh, you need to surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing and who are better than you. Well, yeah, that's kind of what, what has been happening. And I don't know how much luck is involved in that. Like that's such a philosophical question. Yeah, you, you can never calculate that. It's, How it's, much it's luck is impossible. involved with me, like meeting you, like us meeting? Like, I meeting think it's Tessel. a
1: combination of luck, but also like opportunity and and taking that opportunity. And yeah, I think that's the case. Like, you you can some things are maybe pure luck, but you still need to see that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So you have need to have some sort of knowledge or skill set or yeah. vision, yeah, to to make use of it.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't be lucky if I like. Sure, there is luck involved in us meeting, but I wouldn't luck w- for uh, Lady Luck wouldn't shine her light on me. Would I not have been putting out content consistently for a very long time? Exactly. You know. Yeah. So what they say is that like luck is when uh, preparation meets opportunity, and I and I think yeah, that's 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 kind of what it is. I think so too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but it's interesting like for now we we are not at the 30k mark yet but it's sometimes it's funny what to about think you of like um what do you think yeah i but yeah the goal is first to scale up like at least to to 5k a month within a year i hope um so i i can pay myself my salary uh, and i i do still have my e-commerce company so uh so that I don't need to get my salary out of my e-commerce company. So I, I have another asset that's making me money, but that that's not reliant on for my income. So that yeah. gives me like a peace of mind. So that's my main goal for now. Um, but I think after this, like you can basically skill your YouTube channel uh, unlimited if, because you can outsource everything. Um, so I will be doing that and just enjoy life a little bit, you know, and I think you, what you said about investing, it makes sense, but investing in a YouTube video is a, probably a higher return than any stock on the stock market. If you do it right.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Hmm. It's, ah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. It's weird. Cause it doesn't always hit like making YouTube videos is almost like picking stocks. Like out of 10 videos you make, maybe one is going to fly. And when you invest in an True. index fund, you're not picking individual stocks. You're saying, okay, well I'm just going to get my 7% on average. Yeah. But as year. a, as a
1: collective, your whole channel is basically an index fund. Ah. But, but the only thing is it's risky because if the channel gets deactivated, you lose everything. Exactly. So, yeah. So, it's it's better to diversify uh, like your yeah, your thing, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I, I I'm like thinking right now. I have some money uh, privately. Normally, I would buy stocks every month for a certain amount, let's say uh, five hundred euros, for example. Mm. But now I'm like I'm not going to buy any stocks because I see more return on investment on my channel for in the upcoming months. So for now, I'm really making decision decision to invest everything in the channel because for now it makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think. The more money you have, you it's it's like the, the, the goal is to try to keep the money, you know, yeah. <laughs> to not like, yeah, exactly. have it disappear.
0: And I think it's also to, I think it's a good like financial hygiene practice to even when you are making very little, to put some money aside and save, for, like to pay yourself first, you know, like the book says, yeah. The Richest Man in Babylon, you know, the first rule is to, pay yourself first before you pay anyone else. It's like out of 10 coins that you get each month, put one coin for yourself. And then before you know it, your purse is going to be clinging with all those coins. And you're going to, that's going to be the start of your financial tree that is going to provide shade for you when you're going to be tired and well, you will need that shade. So I've been thinking yeah. a lot about what you said there about, oh, yeah, I had some money that I was putting aside for index fund, like 500 a month, whatever, like I did the same. And 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 then I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just grow because I need that like cash flow. Um, I'm, I'm better off putting more money into this. And I think that's what Iman has been preaching as well a little bit. But I think that sure, I would agree with that. But I would also say you still need to put at least a little bit into an index fund because, first, you are practicing financial hygiene and you're paying yourself and that's the money that you're not going to touch for the next 30, 40 years, right? You don't know what's going to happen to your YouTube channel, right? And it's just it's good to kind of get you that discipline to put that money aside. And you might say, oh, well, I don't have problems with discipline. I'll be able to do it once I make a little bit more. But I think wealthy people would argue that, you know, you need to start putting money even when you have very little of it aside and continue doing that from a young... That's what they say in all these, like, self-help books, like, you know, that they teach to kids as well. It's like, you know, oh, you should put 10% to to um, to investing, 10% into saving, and 10% into charity and, and all this, so... I've been trying to put a little yeah. bit. I, even that I don't make a lot right now, and even though you know I'm, I would like to put as much money as I can into YouTube, I still try and put at least ten percent of the monthly money into an index fund. It's a good rule to have because when you make more money, that that part also increases. Yeah, you're gonna just stick to it. Yeah, and, and, that's a good habit to have. And it's like it's gonna be tempting because you're gonna adapt to even making thirty k a month, and you're gonna be like ah. I'm better off putting all this money into my YouTube. Like once I make hundred k, then I'll nah. then I'll be putting into index. But you know yourself that time is your friend when it comes to investing. Like, yeah, the be- the sooner the better. Exactly, That's true. And yeah. like yeah. when when you spend as well, you know, people think about when spending money, they're like, oh, well, I'm gonna get you know this um, ten euro thing that I that I'm I'm gonna buy this ten euro meal, right? Sure, it might be a little, you know, too much, but I would like to eat out. It's only 10 euros. But I read somewhere that it's like you're not actually spending 10 euros. You are spending, multiply that amount by 15. Because if you would have invested that 10 in 30, 40 years, that is 15 times more than you have now. Well, that's some real delayed uh, gratification, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but
1: it's true. But you also
0: need to enjoy. Of course, life. it's a balance life. between life. delaying gratification, delaying gratification, and and living kind of in the now. Yeah. So how do you do that? Basically. That's that's a philosophical question. Yeah. Well, we're a YouTube channel of a
1: YouTube podcast, so uh, <laughs> let's keep it with that. But yeah, yeah. For for as for now, like let's relate it to YouTube a little bit. On my side, not too many things are changing. Mm. Um, Just making more videos. Hired a new freelancer to make more long-form videos. Yeah, a little bit of an older uh, woman, Mm. a woman. I mean, Um, and she can explain things really well, so that's good. And just pumping out videos. I think the same is for you, right?
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's working. I'm I'm hitting all-time highs right now. Just to give a quick uh, kind of update, I'm hitting all-time highs in terms of revenue and views. Main channel is at. 7,000 views every 48 hours. Um, got a 20, almost a 28 euro day on the 3rd of July, 2023. Um, exciting. I've uh, been also getting some affiliate commissions, um, really fat ones, <laughs> really, really good ones. Like got three sales and they're like 450 euros total. total. Um, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I've been doing more content for affiliate marketing. And the second channel uh, also hitting all time highs right now um, at about 14,000 views every 48 hours. Got also a 28 and a half euro day on the 3rd of July. Um, So, yeah, so about 56, let's say, daily, which is probably if this continues, like if it's is that the baseline, then it should be about 1.5 K for July. But we'll see because I'm making videos every day. So it's a continuous and never-ending improvement. Besides this, um, oh, yeah, and the thing that we mentioned in the beginning about that people have been writing in the community that the RPMs have been low in July, and you you mentioned that as well. I think my theory is that that might be related to um, vacations, summer. People are going yeah, could be people well. are going yeah. chilling, not working. You know, people are not spending so much time in the offices in front of the computer. Come on, guys! It's July. Go enjoy your life. Go have fun as well. You know, so I think that might be. It's like a seasonal thing. You know, so don't worry. It's going to be compensated in November, Q4. December. Yeah, Q four yeah. when the RPMs are going to be spiking high. So all the all the work that you're putting in now is going to be well paid off in the last quarter of the year. Yeah, I think so as well. It's part of the game. Exactly. All right. Well, Ron, thank you so much for your time and energy. And thank you guys so much for watching, listening, subscribing. And we will see you in the next week's episode. Ciao. Yes. Ciao.